0: Welcome to the Simplified Jesus Podcast. We're your hosts, Matt Gunter and Bill Allen, and together we are breaking barriers through communication. So over the last few months, we've had some fun talking about Santa Claus mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and St. Valentine yeah, mm-hmm. and St. Patrick. Mm-hmm. So why don't we dive in today and see where the Easter Bunny came from. The Easter Bunny. I love it. <laughs> We're talking about all these... Uh, these saints, the Easter Bunny's a saint too, right?
1: Uh, maybe not. Maybe, <laughs> maybe not.
0: <laughs> so, parents, just like we did for the discussion about Saint Nicholas, we've got a little warning for you here. <laughs> make sure the kids aren't around. We're gonna we're gonna have some spoilers going on. So, unless you want to destroy some little dreams, you might want <laughs> to make sure you're wearing your earphones with this episode. Yeah, there you go. Unless they're older, and you know they know all your secrets but we don't want to we don't want to take that chance so we're
1: warning you now not our fault not our fault the easter bunny easter eggs we're we're going to have some fun today uh diving into diving into a little history lesson so that's right but the kids may not want to hear that's right so matt what are
0: some of y'all's favorite easter traditions
1: so I i remember as a kid growing up we would um, get up early typically mom and dad they went to uh, a sunrise service on easter morning and i only remember going to a couple of them uh, when i was a little bit older but for the most part they would either let us sleep in or or something have you know our grandparents come over and watch us or something but um, anyway they would go to the sunrise service they'd come back and when we got up there were three different colored eggs up on the mantle over the fireplace and, uh, my mom would make, uh, clues and it'd be like a little scavenger hunt. Um, and so we'd go around and it would, you know, of course, you know, one, one clue leads to the next one. And, uh, you knew when you got to the last one, cause it was a big basket full of, you know, candy and all that kind of goodness. But those are, um, those are some of my, that was probably our biggest tradition on, on Easter. And of course, you know, going to church and, and we always got, uh, new suits and a new tie for Easter and, and all that kind of stuff. But but on the fun side, the scavenger hunt's what I remember.
0: What do you guys do now?
1: You know, Rachel and I haven't really put any any Easter traditions. Um, we need to. We we usually get with family that weekend, mm-hmm. um, have have some kind of big family meal, and of course, you know, Easter candy and all that kind of stuff. We don't go too crazy with it. Um, but yeah, you usually usually have a family get together on Saturday. Of course, we're uh, typically at our church's Easter egg hunt, uh, helping out with that as well, and. And then Sunday's just a big old church day. It's it's usually kind of a crazy one um, with a couple of services and um, everything that comes with that. So that's what our Easter's look like now. Yeah, until we have kids, anyway.
0: Until you have kids, yeah. then everything changes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we didn't do the church thing growing up, obviously, and our our tradition was typically, if I remember right, we'd wake up and like Christmas morning look for the Easter basket, mm-hmm. and it was usually sitting on the dining room table or something somewhere, yeah. but. The night before we would decorate eggs and ah, okay. have fun with that. And mm-hmm. then, um, somehow magically the Easter bunny knew where all our eggs were and would put them <laughs> in our baskets for us along with a a toy or two or a book or a, yeah. and a bunch of candy. And, mm-hmm. um, and then we would, um, spend the day, oh, I think we would just get together with family and we would have, uh lunch or dinner or, and we would do Easter egg hunts and yeah. things like that where one of the adults would go hide the eggs. and mm-hmm. So nothing as extravagant as what your mom did. That sounded yeah. like fun. Oh, she, uh, it,
1: <laughs> it was, it was second only to Christmas for her. She was, she got all into it. Fun fact that I found out too with Easter candy. Um, since that, that was something we both had, it is Easter is second only to Halloween in candy purchases yeah. and consumption. Yeah. I Halloween thought. of course is the big one, but Easter is number two. That's just pretty good. Wow. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah it is. I know so.
0: today we, we,
1: we go to church on, on Sunday
0: morning, yeah. of course, and usually if we have two services, we're only going to do one because then we have to get to our, our family's house, both, and we mm. split the day up. Mm-hmm. We go spend a couple hours at uh, either my family's or, or Emily's family and yeah, a couple hours at the other. And then the kids get to do Easter egg hunts twice that day with their yeah. cousins, and, and uh, then we'll do dinner and lunch together and just spend the day together. Yeah, I don't think, you know, my family doesn't do church, so it's kind of... Us going over there and mm-hmm. uh, my, my daughter, Callie, she loves to, we have a carton of plastic eggs. They're called resurrection eggs. I'm sure you've heard mm, of them. Yep. Um, but they, each egg has something that symbolizes Jesus. So my daughter loves to take those with her and pull those out for our nieces at my family's house. And she likes to explain to them what each one is. Oh, and it's got okay. a little legend that yeah. talks about each little piece. And so that's really neat. And I love that, I love that she loves to do that
1: yeah that's so cool that's awesome yeah you know, one of the things i appreciate about easter and our traditions is that is that they were it's always been time for family but it's also always been more low-key yeah much more like like we would do easter egg hunts at my grandparents house and but it was it was a much more i would say it's less stressful than like the getting together for christmas and that kind of mm-hmm. stuff it feels like it's always a little more pulled back which i which i appreciate Sounds sounds like it's uh, similar for you guys seeing family and all but a little more a little more pulled back it is yeah yeah, yeah just
0: kind of go hang out yeah eat lunch dinner let the kids do their do their thing yeah let them have fun i like it so here's your last warning <laughs> Just as we did for Christmas, y'all. We're about to dive into it. So, get the kids away. We're not going to warn you anymore.
1: The, the Easter Bunny is very important, though. We we love the Easter Bunny. So, um Fun fact, the Easter Bunny actually uh, is yet another thing that immigrants brought to America. Um, didn't start here. That seems to be a common theme is that nothing really started in America. So so the Easter Bunny actually started in Germany uh, as far back as maybe even the 1500s. But there, there's this old fable apparently where an old lady would put out colored eggs out in her garden for her kids the kids would come and get them, and every time they did, they saw a bunny hopping off, and so they just assumed that this was this was the Easter bunny. This was the bunny that dropped the the colored eggs, and it was started off as a fable and kind of turned in into a tradition. And so, uh, it's it's recorded as far back as like the fifteen hundreds. Oh come on. on,
0: that can't be true. I know, <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying.
1: This is the Easter bunny. The Easter bunny would leave these eggs laying around everywhere, and so of course, um, the the Germans when they came over to america the german immigrants did they they brought it with them so as far back as the 1700s uh, stateside we've got the the easter bunny tradition
0: at least it was going away from them because every time i've seen an easter bunny walking towards me that mask has not been very very appealing that thing is a scary mask
1: that's a good point i mean (laughs) the I don't know the, the Easter Bunny's always been like, because it, it, it's never a Peter Rabbit kind of like the cute, you know, little bunny hopping around. It's the costumes are always a little bit. Eh. I, I don't know what it is. It, it, something in the eyes that <laughs> doesn't sit right. It doesn't no, sit right.
0: Definitely not. So I, I, I wonder. You know, we we hear all these things, and I hope they're true because they're just some really cool origin stories. Yeah, but uh, some. Some just seem too easy. This one seems too easy. It does. It's
1: it's a little <laughs> bit too simple. Um but I like it. It's you know, I don't know, a giant bunny hopping away from garden seems a little sketchy, but you know, hey. That must have been a big bunny. It must have been, <laughs> especially with some of the ones that we see hopping around now. Yeah, that was, that was a big one. Yeah. Uh.
0: Yeah, definitely. Cottontail, not a cottontail, more like a jackrabbit. Yeah. Something, at least, you know, really big ears. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it was Bugs Bunny. Hey, it could have been. It could have been. pretty big. Anyway, <laughs> that is interesting. I, I hope it's true. You know, we can only do so much research to, to find these different things. Mm-hmm. I mean, Obviously you and I know the, the actual origin of Easter, right? Um, Of course, But you know, we'll get into that a little bit, but what about Easter eggs? Where do they come from?
1: So, so Easter eggs go back a little bit further, actually, as far back as the, the 1200s. Um, interestingly, these are, are truly tied to Easter. Apparently during Lent eggs used to be forbidden. Um, that was one of the things you couldn't eat. So I think now the main thing is meat on Fridays. And of course, during Lent, um, We've talked about this a little bit before, I think, but you know, people often give up and, and fast, so to speak, quote unquote, from, from different things as a way to kind of focus on Jesus more. But one of the things that was forbidden uh, apparently at this time was eggs, which is just seems weird. So the Lent season goes from fat Tuesday up until Easter. So from Mardi Gras up until Easter.
0: So wait, they were doing Mardi Gras back then too. Uh, I don't know <laughs> what that looked like. Maybe, I
1: don't know. Uh, it could have been, it could have <laughs> been, but in response, people on Easter, because now you're out of Lent season, so you can have eggs again, they would actually go decorate the eggs and make them all colorful as kind of a celebration thing, because now, hey, now you can have eggs again. Um, and so they became known as Easter eggs.
0: Huh. Yeah. How interesting. So that fell after Lent. Easter mm-hmm. falls after Lent. Mm-hmm. Or Easter, I guess, is the end of Lent. Right. So that made it them able to have the eggs. Mm-hmm. Making sure I understand all this. Mm-hmm. So then they would go color them to celebrate mm-hmm. yeah. before they broke
1: them yeah. to eat them. Yep.
0: It's a lot of work. But we do the same thing.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> and if you want your mouth to turn purple from the purple egg dye, I mean, that's fine. That's well, all yeah, good. Whatever. I love,
0: I love colorful dev- deviled eggs. <laughs> They're
1: great. <laughs> they are. I mean, I, unfortunately, <laughs> when I colored eggs as a kid, most of them turned out kind of gray. I tried to get fancy and like, ooh, I'm going to make it tie-dye, and it it, it just didn't work.
0: Kind of got to separate the colors. Let them dry.
1: <laughs> Let them dry. That's right. That's yeah. Right. So... Yeah.
0: When we when we think about Easter and the, and the timing of it all, it changes like every year. It's a different day. Mm-hmm. That's hard to keep up with. You mm-hmm. have to have a calendar if you want to figure it out. Or, right, or, or you Google. have to study the lunar cycles or something. I don't know. Yeah, what does that what does that look like? What do you what do you know about that?
1: So uh, it's interesting. The what what I what I've I guess I've always known is that, um, or I shouldn't say always, but it's it's typically tied to Passover um in the in the Jewish calendar so uh, when you look at the week leading up to Jesus crucifixion and resurrection I guess the Thursday what we consider the Thursday of Holy Week um, was the Passover that was the last supper that they were celebrating was that was at Passover and Passover is really important in Jewish culture it's how they celebrate the, and remember the exodus from Egypt when they were, after they'd been enslaved for 400 years. So it's um, so a big deal, big deal in Jewish culture. But Easter has always been tied to the Passover because the last meal Jesus had with his disciples was the Passover meal. So the interesting thing though is with it moving around is that Jewish calendars actually very different than kind of the calendar everybody else follows in that the Jewish calendar follows the lunar cycles. And so Easter moves around because it's always lined up with Passover and Passover is lined up based on the moon cycle. So basically what happens every few years is it gets a little bit later, a little bit later, a little bit later, and then it resets because the Jewish calendar is a little bit longer than others. And what it's lined up with is the spring equinox. So that, I guess that's kind of an explanation of why it moves around so much. Did y'all follow that? Maybe if not. Rewind it, listen again. Yeah. It's it's all there. It's all there, probably. It's all there. I followed it. Uh, but but yeah, so that, that's why it moves around is because basically the Jewish calendar is very different than our calendars. So
0: I've I've heard growing up over the years that a lot of Christian holidays, you know, people try to claim that that Christmas was taken from the winter solstice. And you know, and I've heard that Easter is taken from, you know, spring uh, fertility festivals and right. things like that what if you know what is the validity
1: of all that so i think the difference with easter in particular is that it is tied to passover and so it's so heavily tied to the jewish culture and all that that pretty clear this one came first now i will say like some of the traditions like like the easter eggs and the easter bunny and some of that very likely had ties to the the fertility side of things the spring fertility side of things so that may be where some of those traditions came from but as far as the timing of it um and when it happens and why it happens that one's pretty heavily tied to that ancient jewish culture and the passover so um a little bit harder to sell there um now with 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 christmas you know that one like the winter solstice that one was around before christmas was really celebrated like we celebrated so you can, you can definitely tie those two together, but Easter is kind of a different animal.
0: Yeah. And that doesn't, um, dilute the, the validity of what Christmas is about. No, not at all. Nor does it dilute what Easter is about. Mm -mm. Uh, the colors, I mean that, that we have around Easter time. Those are obviously all springtime type colors, right? right? That's, it's not that we're trying to take a Christian holiday and, and, tie it to the world as a mm-hmm. pagan holiday, if you will. Mm-hmm. You know, like we've, we've talked about Halloween in the past. Yeah. We can enjoy the traditions of Halloween and not be devil worshipers. Right. Right. You know, we can enjoy the traditions, the secular mm-hmm. traditions of mm-hmm. Easter with the Easter eggs and everything else without discrediting Christ and yeah. what he did for mm-hmm. us. And That's right. And him coming back.
1: Mm-hmm. That's my two cents. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Yeah, and and there's nothing wrong with um, enjoying some of those things as long as it's all held in the right context. And and that's you know that that's actually really important for I think for Christians as a whole is to you know, to not be so isolated that you don't ever do the other things, right? Mm-hmm. The, you know, it's fine to celebrate Christmas, celebrate Easter and, and all of the fun stuff that that comes with that. But on the other side of that, to remember the reason why we celebrate. Yeah. You know? Um, because Easter's all about Jesus. And, you know, that's if if we forget that, if we forget who we're celebrating, um, which which happens. I'm I'm guilty of it for sure. Sure. Then you know, we're we're kinda missing the point.
0: Yeah, I'm right there with you. I I forget the whole point. Of it all, it's it's sometimes hard to remember that that we have we have this Savior that we're celebrating. Mm-hmm. But it's easy to get caught up in the the worldly type of celebration stuff. Mm-hmm. That's why we go to church.
1: That's right. That's, <laughs> that's right. Why it's, we it's it's that reset button. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. That's why we do the things. That's why we try to have a morning quiet time. That's why we go to church. We. Mm-hmm. That's why we have Sunday school. We we go in. We try to keep ourselves grounded. Mm -hmm. When we're being pulled at all kinds of different directions in the world.
1: Mm -hmm. That's right. That's right.
0: So I've got a couple of fun, fun facts here, according to the Reader's Digest, if I may divulge. I like it. So there are apparently 50 official flavors of Jelly Belly jelly beans. That's Emily's favorite.
1: (laughs) Rachel's a fan of the Sweet Tart jelly beans. We we, we may or may not, as of uh, March, um, mid-March, have already pre-stocked a little bit
0: okay <laughs> yeah now my favorite's the the reese's eggs oh my gosh the, uh, the christmas reese's, trees don't do it for me it's
1: got to be the eggs they're the, the right proportion the, the eggs are perfect the, <laughs> one of the things we used to almost always get and and still often do um is the the reese's easter bunny like the giant mm-hmm. oh my gosh mm-hmm. i think i'll I think i'll take you out it, it it takes a little while to work through that now but um yeah anyway good stuff
0: So, apparently more than 80% of parents admit to stealing candy from their kids' Easter baskets.
1: I'm surprised it's only 80%. That's what I thought, too.
0: I'm 100%
1: there. (laughs) Well, that's just 80% that admits it. I think it's 100% that do it. That's true.
0: (laughs) Cadbury makes 500 million cream eggs every year. No way. More than than 1.5 million per day, every single day. That's crazy. They don't even have to lead up to Easter. They're constantly selling them. Uh, let's see. 60% of parents say they still send their adult kids an Easter basket, even after they've moved out. Huh? I want those parents. I don't get an
1: Easter basket anymore. <laughs> I, I can't complain. My my parents have been pretty good. They, it's always something. I don't know if it's an you know, Easter basket every year, but there's always, uh, there's always some candy and that kind of stuff. That's so. absolutely not true. I kid. <laughs> I get, I get stuff from my in-laws. I get stuff
0: from my parents. It's all good. I love it. The
1: joys of marriage. You get it from both sides. That's right. Yeah,
0: that's right. <laughs> And Easter Sunday is the most popular day to attend church in America. I believe that. I would have thought Christmas, but
1: Yeah. You know, I hadn't I I hadn't thought about that. Christmas or Easter. So Easter's number one, huh?
0: Yeah. Apparently. Hmm? According to Reader's Digest, and they're never wrong. I... <laughs> <laughs> we love Reader's Digest.
1: You know, I'm surprised they didn't have a factoid about peeps. Um they're they're not my thing, but they're, they're kind of the, the love them or hate them Easter candy, it seems like. Yeah. Well,
0: chocolate bunnies are the most popular item to put in Easter baskets. Yeah. And over 78% of people say they eat theirs first, the ears first.
1: Yep. Yep. I, I am in that 78%. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Break it off and you don't have to feel bad about eating the whole thing.
0: That's right. <laughs> so, since Easter Sunday is the most popular day to attend church, mm-hmm. it's unfortunate that that is the day that most people go. Um mm-hmm. and not make it more of just their life. You know. Yeah. It, I I feel like it's people checking off a box saying, Okay, it's Easter Sunday, I guess I should go to church. Yeah. Let's get this over with or I've done my duty, now I can get into heaven. But Easter being all about Jesus, I don't know that it's enough that he wants us to just go on Sunday morning. No, I know that it's not enough that he wants us to just go on Sunday morning.
1: Yeah, I I mean he's it's it's one of the toughest things to I guess, reconcile with, with Easter and, and, and don't get me wrong. I'm just going to throw this disclaimer out there. If Easter is the one time that that you make it to church, I am glad you're there. Um, and, um, but, but I want you to come the next Sunday too. I I want you to come be a part of it because, because the reality is if, if you're, if you're only here on Easter Sunday, you're missing the point. You're missing the, 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 um, the best part about, uh why we do this um it, it's about a, it's about having a relationship with him because because let's be real about Easter we celebrate the risen savior and and that's why we have the fun and the bright colors and all that good stuff but Jesus went through a lot mm-hmm. to to give us that opportunity to even have the opportunity to have a church um to have a place that we can come and worship and you know i think when so uh, just just being honest i'm being candid i think sometimes if we allow ourselves to only come on you know christmas and easter that were i don't know i mean it it's not it's i it's it's almost putting down what he went through to yeah. give us that opportunity um i mean just knowing yeah. that he went through um it, it was brutal it you know he he was he was beaten with um a cat of nine tails um that's um i won't get into the gory specifics but it was it was made to it was bad y'all. It, it was made to be brutal and carried his own heavy wooden cross all the way down the road and up a hill uh, and then was nailed to it and hung there for hours until finally he gave up his spirit, which, I mean, I can't even imagine how brutal all of that must've been. But, but the, the the crazy thing is he went through all of that for us Mm -hmm. so that we could have a relationship with him. And so to just get real candid, you know, like I said, if you're there on Easter Sunday and that's, that's the day you come, I'm so glad you're there but realize everything you went through was more than just about Easter Sunday. Um, it was more than, is more than coming once a year. And it's not all about being at church. It's about having a relationship. But I know from my experience and Bill, from what you've talked about in your experience, if you're not there, then you probably relationship isn't in the best place either.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, cause I've been there and Jesus calls us to not only have a relationship with him, but have a relationship with his people. And his people That's are right. in church. I mean, his people are, of course, outside of church, too. Yeah. But the ones that are trying to have a relationship with him, the ones that are trying to follow him and do what he asks, they're in church. Yeah. And they're, they're learning his word. They're helping uh, the people around them um, that, that are struggling, that mm-hmm. need prayer. Yeah. Um, who do you know that needs prayer right now? Do you if you don't go to church? Do you know if anybody mm. needs prayer? Do you talk to anybody outside of that your your circle? Hmm. I mean, if you're not where God's people are, how do you have a relationship with God's people?
1: Yeah, and that's that's really the whole point, right? It's about a relationship with God and a relationship with others. And that's we've got a little slogan, right? Love God, love people. That's that that's what all of this is all about. That's why we do what we do. And and uh, I I just want to encourage you if if you're not fully bought in and and you're not you're not all into to this jesus guy and everything that it comes with and easter's just that check mark really dive into what this is all about because i don't want to i don't want to discourage you from just coming on easter but i, I do want to encourage you to come more often yeah um to, to come be a part of it come be a part of the fellowship I mean, get to know other people get to know get to know about god um and and be a part of that because The other side of the story is he went through all of that stuff, but he also rose again on the third day. He was seen by over 500 people. It's recorded in Acts that, um, all these different people saw him. And so we've got historical accounts that saw him. Now people try to discredit that people say, oh, it's impossible. You can't do it. But the reality is the guy that we're celebrating, he went through all of that stuff, rose again on the third day so that we could have salvation in him. And that's why we celebrate Easter. That's why it's such a big deal is everything that he went through and he still beat death at the end of it.
0: It's important that you go to church even on Easter. Mm-hmm. If that's your only time, like Matt said, good on you because, you know, that's that's one more than than the rest of the year that, yeah. that most have done it who only come to church on Easter. But every day is where the real meat of everything happens. Mm-hmm. Every day is where you really start learning and developing that relationship. That's right. It's accountability. It's being built up and and lifted up and prayed for and and if you're not around praying people, who's praying for you mm. and we all need prayer, so that's right um, whether it be our church, whether it be a church in your area, whatever it is, try it out, and if they're not preaching the Bible, if they're not teaching the Bible, try another one because they're out there mm. so um not not every church is is the right one for everybody. Right. Um, you can find one that fits you.
1: Yeah, I can't can't encourage that enough to 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 go find you a church, go find you a Bible teaching church, and and be a part of it, uh, especially on this Easter Sunday. That's right. So, without further ado, cue the celebration music. It's time for the outside looking inside, looking out.
0: Obviously, I didn't know the importance of Easter. Um, it was just eggs and candy and hide and seek with colorful eggs. I do understand it obviously now. If I'm pleading with you to to get into church and have that relationship, yeah, um, it's that important. And let me let me say it this way: you know, my wife and I, we don't do the Christmas Eve services at our church. Mm. Mm-hmm. We we go spend time with family. Yeah, it's not about going because you have to right it's about going because you want to Mm
1: -hmm.
0: so somewhere in there find that want to Uh, more than just one sunday a year or Mm -hmm. two for that matter if you if you're those that go to church (laughs) on christmas and easter right (laughs) um but but find that want to because it's it's important and it and it really does change your life if you're open to it
1: yeah Absolutely. And inside looking out perspective, I just, uh, can't encourage you enough. Come be a part of it. Remember the reason why we celebrate this stuff. Um, it is all about Jesus and, and it's not just about what he went through, but the fact that he conquered death, um, that he did all of that for you out of his love for you. And that, I mean, ultimately that's why we're here, you know, because of what he did and, and, uh, how he has changed our lives. That's why we want you to come be a part of it. So, yeah, just dive in. If you've got any questions, I mean, hit us up. Um, social media, simplifyjesus.com. Find us. Go find a church to be at. Um, learn some more about this stuff because it's, I don't know what else to say. It's just <laughs> e- Easter's, um, um, it's, it's a great celebration, but just remember the reason for the season.
0: That's why we do this, y'all. So we just want to encourage you to find a place to worship and to learn about God. That's right. So, thank y'all so much for listening to this Easter edition of Simplify Jesus. And uh, that's it for this season. Yeah, we're wrapping it up with Easter this time. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Yeah, we are. So, y'all be on the lookout for our next one. Uh, Like we've said, we've given you teasers. We're going to start going through a chronological kind of series, if you will, Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. season of... uh, of what the bible looks like and and when it happened and what was going on in the world around us at that time
1: yeah it's going to be super fun i'm excited about it uh i'm i'm a little bit of a history nerd um so i'm i'm excited to get in to dive in and see uh see how the bible fits in the bigger uh, story of this world
0: and i am not a history nerd so i'm going to sit back and listen and learn (laughs) and learn just like the rest of you hey all right i love it i love it so Thanks again, y'all. Have a great Easter weekend, and we will see you next season.
1: That's right. We'll see you next time.